Hello, it's Abby and Ashton, and this is CSI. Why? <laughs> that was almost in harmony. It, it not quite. Yeah, not quite. Not <laughs> intentional. <laughs> um, we, we should try next time. Sure, 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 Just sure. Kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. We won't do that to you, people. Or to ourselves. No. Really? It's a lot of pressure. It kind of is. I don't have the mental <laughs> energy for that um, ever, but especially, like, currently. Yeah. It's, it's I was been thinking, a day. I was thinking earlier today that actually I was less stressed last year in 2020 <laughs> than I, I am mean, right now. <laughs> truly. And, I mean, that's... I mean, life has opened up again, and I don't, no one wants it. I feel like... You know I, what I mean? I preferred it when people were too afraid to leave their houses. Truly. Well, they weren't afraid. Here, they weren't really afraid. It was more just, like, they weren't... There was nothing to do. There was nothing they to didn't. do. Everything was closed, so... I liked it better that way. Me too. Less There's traffic. so many people on the road. I was oh literally God. just about to say, <laughs> why are there so many cars? <laughs> it's stupid. I intentionally took the long way home today, like, the mm. really long way home yeah. today, and got stuck behind... A blue bunny ice cream truck. I kid you, I kid you not. From from twenty four to Nolansville. Oh my god! It's like this isn't. I couldn't even relax because I had no. this blue bunny ice cream truck yeah. in front of me. And then by the That's time it turned off, that it was, is the really long way home. I was really stressed. I was trying to decompress. Oh. And the dogs in my car were already car sick, so it's like, why yeah. not? Why not just go through? Just go on. But anyway. Um, back to <laughs> back to this this television series. Uh, in case you are new here, which I don't think anyone is, but in case you're new here, I am a CSI uh, expert. Ex- expert. I'll call sure, you an expert. Sure, and uh, she's not. Nope. No. Hasn't seen <laughs> hasn't, hasn't seen, seen a show episode. at all. So um, well, I've seen episodes up to this well, yes, point. Yes, yes. But n- not Prior. past this ever. Yeah, has so, no idea what's going on at any nope. <laughs> point. Nope. So, yeah, uh, we're going through episode by episode, hoping to <laughs> make it through so we can watch the revival. Um, will we be caught up by the time the revival happens? No. I think so. I think so. Did you count the weeks? Because I did. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. How, Unless, wait, how, how many are we going to be behind? That's more math than I did. Okay. But it's not... And I could have done bad math, it, to be you know, honest. Likely, <laughs> you're welcome. Math is not my strong suit. It's not <laughs> one of the reasons why I didn't go into the scientific field. That's fair. Field. I cannot believe I just did that. Phil. Filled. Anyway, no. so tonight, uh, as with most episodes, we're we're our podcast episodes. We're going to be chatting about four episodes of CSI, mm-hmm. two of which we watched. Apart, to mm-hmm. which we watch together. I'm so You're sorry. You're glitching. I am. It's 10 p.m. Maybe one of these days we're recorded a decent hour, but hey, last time we did the last episode, we did. Um, we did, but we had to talk about Lady Heather, so it's like uh, you win some, you lose some. Ah, uh, so tonight we'll be chatting about Lucky Strike, episode 16. Uh, oops, <laughs> Crash, Crash and Burn, episode 17. Uh, Precious Metal. Episode 18. And A Night at the Movies. Episode 19. So, yeah. And I I kind of made the executive decision that, <laughs> at least for this podcast, we'll be doing each of these episodes by crime. Yes. We're not going to jump back and forth. It's too confusing for everyone. Yeah. 
So, bye there was, crime. There was zero feedback. <laughs> it's just my yeah. personal preference. So, um, so which crime would you like to start with in Lucky Strike? Might as well start with the first one. Car chase. Driver with wooden head. Sure. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alex James, in fact, is his name. Which, did you remember that in Hunger Artists, the victim's name was Cassie James? <laughs> I did not. No. Okay. Why would I remember that? They said it a lot, because she's, like, okay. famous and stuff All right. in this show. It just, it just is one of those things. Well, I mean, when you've seen the series so many times, it makes sense. I don't know that, that I remembered her name, to oh. be frank. I mean, it's probably, it was in there, you know? It was in there. But, like, when they said that, I was like, that's his name. Um, (laughs) Or that's the same last name. I mean, whatever. I noted that the car conveniently stopped in a very well-lit area. Yeah, it was so sparkly. It was very cinematic. Yeah. For sure. Very Vegas. Uh Uh-huh. And then, because it was in such a well-lit area, there was a crowd gathered. Of course there was. And, uh... Free entertainment, as they called it. Well... Cheapest entertainment in Vegas. I have the the direct quote. Oh, please. Death. The cheapest show in Vegas. There we go. And then Grissom says something about, and everyone has a ticket. Credits. Yeah. Um, But they also called that vehicle an SUV. They did. And I I was like, it looked a lot like the Vegas vacation vehicle. Oh, I mean, no. Not really. It's not... It's not that a station like, wagon. No, but it wasn't. It was like a mixture between a station wagon and an SUV. Mm. To me. But whatever. I mean, it's like, um, oh, Kyle's going to kill me. He wants one of them, but one with the wood panel. Is it's it that the, car? It's not a Bronco. It's not, that's the only thing that's coming uh, to my like brain, and that's not what it is. No. I it's know. a, mm, oh, no, he's going to kill me. Cannot help you. He's he literally wants one so badly. He constantly looks them up, and he's like, "Oh, this one's only like ten grand." I'm like, mm, "No, not right now." Yeah. So anyway, cool story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I noted that uh, Nick Nick was coming in hot with the obvious when he said sharp force trauma. <laughs> Looking know, at this right? man with a stake in his head, like, come on, Nick. I mean. There have been moments where the cause of death was not well, the most obvious Well, nobody wasn't noting thing. that it was st- the cause of death. He okay. just was literally saying sharp force trauma. trauma. Yeah, which, again, is a phrase I've never heard before. Oh, I mean, blunt I've heard force obviously trauma? blunt force trauma. Oh, sharp force trauma. Yeah. sharp force trauma was new for me. I was like, yeah, hmm, okay. Um, so did I was worried, not really worried because, like, I've seen it before, mm-hmm. but, like, if it was me yanking anything out of yeah. anything else, I would have flown back. Yeah. And that blood would have gone. Everywhere. And actually, there's mud on my ceiling from, <laughs> from a similar, not similar, but like, you know, spray. The, the splatter situation. Velocity. Velocity? High velocity, that's what I was looking for. Is it? High velocity. Okay. Yeah. But I believe you, I don't know. My other thing was like, the stake was so deep in his head. It really was. And then Grissom made a mistake. And I only mm. know this is a mistake now because I watch Grey's Anatomy. But he, Doc Robbins was like, the stake actually kept him alive. And Grissom was like, ah, tamponading. Which, but he pronounced it tamponading. And uh, that's wrong. I looked it up to verify. Because I was like, wait, Grey's Anatomy calls that a tamponade so then i was makes sense i googled it and google was like yes it is in fact tamponade 
Got it. Not Tompanade. Like and the, that's when it, like, like corks. The famous guy that lived with the steak in his brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, but it can work. So, in Grey's Anatomy, the most often you hear of it is a cardiac tamponade. I didn't stick around on Google to <laughs> find out exactly what that means. But essentially, it's, it's like... Basically, your heart being impaled, but you still survive. Yeah. Or, like, you hold your finger on an artery and it, mm. you know stops the blood it basically yeah, puts a keeps, cork in the problem yeah it's like it's like uh putting your finger in the like a in dam, the hole? dam yeah. yeah in the dam hole <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and then uh, anyway we're we're in the lab and grissom and nick are both looking down scopes and grissom says i got scat i got scat <laughs> and nick goes he wiped his own ass <laughs> and grissom's like no, no. nick scat Scat. Animal. Animal. And then they go on a... And I'm just surprised that Nick doesn't know that Scat... I know. Being the country boy and the, And the Discovery Channel lover right. that he is. Right. That too. Um, they go to... And it might not have been that he didn't know what Scat was, because obviously yeah. he meant poop. Right. It just... <laughs> right. His brain didn't go to animal. Anyway. Right. They also... He made note that maybe it's bat at that point yes. as well. Yes. Yes. Do we Although, mention the gun under the seat also when they were searching the car? No. Okay. So there was a gun under the seat in the car. There was a gun. Um, they find his, like, work address. Mm-hmm. The victim's work address. Excuse me. And it is, like, a garage-type place. Mm-hmm. And um, they find a bunch of rando metal equipment in there. Um, and then they make note of a map. Yeah. On the wall. And Grissom's like, huh, blood spatter. Mm. Come look at this. And then they also find a bullet hole in the map. Yeah. And Nick goes, hmm, through and through. And then they're <laughs> like, guess we're looking for a second body. Yeah. That's that's basically how that went. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you. I did not take, like, this is all my notes for this particular crime. Okay. Um. My next note is Grissom and Nick go spelunking. <laughs> they do. Uh, that, the, well, before right before that, um, they find out, because they were, like, checking all the details of the wood that was in the guy's head, and they found, like, mineral Yeah, sparkly and minerals. And it turns out it was quartz, so mm-hmm. that, like, leads them to, to the, the bat place. The bat yeah, place, yeah. Which is a mine, I guess. Yes, and... Uh, Nick is like, what are those gates? And <laughs> Grissom says, they're back gates. And Nick goes, who puts, who puts the, the back gates, gates in? in? And Grissom says, Batman. Batman. <laughs> Just dead <Batman. laughs> Yeah. So then they go inside, and they're, like, looking around, and there's obvious, like, signs of... Uh, bats. Bats. And also, <laughs> I don't know, They it looks like the right spot. And they mm-hmm. go in further, and they shine their light on the ceiling... And it's very, very sparkly. And gold, Nick, Nick goes, Nick goes, gold, we're rich. <laughs> but he's also very nervous of the bats. He's yeah. like, please don't bother the bats. Yeah. Did you, so um, they figure out that the man, the victim had been seeding his own mines. Mm-hmm. So he would, he would replace the pellets in his shotgun with like these mineral yeah. pellets that he not mineral but gold pellets that he made from jewelry and stuff right so it's basically like selling a fake 
mine, mm-hmm. basically. And did you notice how chaotically he was dumping out the old pellet? Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this man <laughs> stressing me out. He just like poured them willy-nilly on a table. Uh-huh. They're rolling everywhere. Um, I guess it was supposed to be dramatic. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to be honest, it, as you know, it's been a very hectic day yeah. for me. And I missed what happened. Well, they, just, they, wrapped kept, that one they up. just kept walking in the mine. Okay. And they found another body. Oh, they did find you. And they figure okay. out that the that the seeding man mm-hmm. had sold the other dead man his, this plot. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the dead man was like, "Dude, you cheated me on you know this is my whole life savings," mm-hmm. and that he, the um, stake head victim mm-hmm. shot mine man, mm-hmm. then took him to the mine to blow him up in there, but some shrapnel from the wood hit okay. him in the head. Got it. So that's how, and I, so I wrote. So basically he killed himself. Yeah, I wrote his, his plan backfired. Ah. Literally. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. Zing. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so the other crime in this, <laughs> in this one, uh, this is an episode where Sarah walks in for one line and then we yeah. never see her again. Yep. Um, Warwick and Catherine are working a kidnapping and yep. it is a very high profile case. It's a basketball player's son. Um, did you recognize the basketball player's secure, heads of security? I did, but I did not have the time to mm-hmm. look it up. Mahershala Ali. <gasps> oh! Yeah. Yep, yep. And That's I'm fun. really proud of myself because I'm fairly certain I spelled his name correctly the first time I read it. Wow. I know. Good for you. I know. So, anyway... All right, so the basketball player's name is Tavian Toombs, and yes. his son that is kidnapped is named Isaiah. Yes. They left a ransom note asking for $5 million at this specific intersection, and Tavian is like, when they all walk in, he's like, just so you guys know, this is my show, and, you know, he's all like, all about, he's going to do what he wants to do yeah. no matter what, and he's like, macho guy, like. I wrote, very much not cooperative, but in a protective way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they, they chat with the nanny, who is also Tavian's sister. Right. And she says that she took all the kids to like a carnival, and she lost sight of um, Isaiah on the carousel. Which, let me tell you, the crime shows that I watch, I am never, I would never put my child on a carousel. Without being with them. Yes. Because mm-hmm. they, they always go missing on a they carousel. Do. It's like, I, I don't know if it's just in the kidnapper's guide. I guess. Or what, but... When they go around on the other side, poof, disappear. Yep. So, don't take your kids <laughs> to a carousel. Don't and, let them on them by themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and no matter how old they are, <laughs> strap <laughs> if those If your kid is 18, in. you are riding the carousel with them. Yes. Hold their hand. <laughs> don't, they don't get to ride on the um, the rising ones. No. Only you, the, you're gonna stationary sit the stationary bench. stationary bench in the car. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so, uh, the casino was like, yeah, we're going to give you all this $5 million money right now. No yeah, problem. No problem. Because he's high profile. Yeah. He gets what he wants. And he's, like, good for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, sure, True. we'll trust you. Um, so, Sarah, they're looking, Work is looking at the ransom note, and he's like, everyone touched this. I'm not going to be able yeah. to get anything off of it. And Sarah is like, nothing you can see. And then they smell it. Yeah. <laughs> And it smells like, uh, or no, it doesn't smell. They were like, can't determine what it smells like. So then Warren does some science with, I wrote, <laughs> he does some science with Orbeez. Because <laughs> they look like yeah. Orbeez. 
in the thing, Orbeez and Vials, to get prints on the note and also um, to do the smell test, mm -hmm. which they find traces of menthol and nicotine on the note. So let me just say, hmm. if you are ever doing a crime that involves a ransom note, just like just like do that outside, do, like print it outside or <laughs> something, just so nothing from your house. Why are you teaching people to do crime? And just talking to you. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but like, how dumb can you? I mean, most people that commit crimes are pretty. They're they're not all dumb, but like they make stupid mistakes because yeah. we're human. Yep. But like, that's how dumb can you be to light up? Right. A very specific type of cigarette. True. What, I mean, I get that stress is involved, and that's like a stress trigger. Anyway. <laughs> whatever. Um, so. They go to the drop-off site. Yeah, with brass. Where it goes with brass. Mm -hmm. But nobody shows, except for Tavian's bodyguard. Yep. Shows and he's up. he's like, Tavian told me to come because no one else was coming. And, and brass is like, they made you. I'm like, if they didn't, if they didn't make you. Right. They didn't make this man. Right. That was my thought as well. And then they find Isaiah's body. Yep. He has been dumped off the side of the road. And the mom is like, they're not cutting my baby. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, if Wouldn't my kid was know? murdered. Yeah. Like, I get, like, you don't want him chopped. Not chopped. You don't want him, <laughs> you don't want him Have examined. Have decency. <laughs> you don't want him examined. But at the same time, like, you want to know who did it. Yeah, exactly. It just seems a little sus. But, okay. Um, and, but did you notice that, like... So Catherine comes in. It's like, work. I can do this if you want me to. I'm like, girls, husband just died. I know. But I guess because he his friend's child that he had not seen since she was a baby died, he can't handle... I don't know. I, I mean, everyone grieves differently. Yeah. But, like, it just seemed weird. I mean, I guess it was just two child cases back-to-back -back for him. And <sighs> maybe that's heavier for him. I don't know. Did... Okay, I'm going to point something out to you that you will never be able to unsee. Oh, boy. <laughs> you I as well. love when you do this. You as well, listeners. I mean, it's not, it's nothing, it's just, it's just a fun, it's just a fun thing. Okay. Uh, dead bodies don't typically get chills. Ah. Uh. <laughs> and <laughs> this poor little boy actor was very cold. Aww. And his body was just covered in goosebumps. Poor kid. <laughs> and then I noticed it on a body later. And <laughs> anyway, it's just like... <laughs> He was cold. But he did a really good job being still. He was just cold. Um, we just um, sang something, because typically those sets are hot. Yeah. So the... They find strange bruising on the body yeah. in the morgue. Because um, basically, Catherine has to convince them, like, hey, you don't get a say in this anymore. Yeah, it's a it's crime. It's a crime. Yep. So we have to do our job now. Um, they find out that a woman had an argument with Tavian, like, on the... In the casino. In the casino floor. Mm -hmm. And um, did I just wondered why Brass didn't let that man, that waitstaff guy, keep the money. I don't know. It seemed really rude to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he's not involved. Let him keep I, that. I don't know. It's $10,000. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's just, a lot. He just hands it back to the main guy. Like, yeah, I don't rude. Know. And they find out that the woman was... Um, Named Bridget. Mm -hmm. And she has a child with Tavian. Yeah. Were they, like, actually involved? Like, were they a couple? couple? Yes. Okay. They were I, a couple before detail. he got signed. Okay. Got it. Yes. Um, which I'm like, how? Anyway. <laughs> um, 
my question was like how all those children seem to be around the same age. Mm. And I'm just wondering like the timeline. Yeah. That was my question. Yeah. Um so she's like he doesn't get treated as well as his other kids or he's just left out a lot mm-hmm. or whatever. His dad's not around. Um and we find out she's a smoker. She pulls out a pack of menthol cigarettes. She sure does. Uh do you, okay. <laughs> so when her little girl comes down and says she's hungry, I'm gonna recreate for you. I'm gonna recreate for you the physicality of what she does. This is great podcast content. Your reaction is what's gonna sell this. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> this is something oh, no. that I see in my head all the time. Okay. Because it just is so funny to me. <laughs> it's this like six year old little girl and she comes down, she's like, Mom, I'm hungry. And her mom's like, Not right now, sweetie, go back upstairs. And she she goes, she goes back up the stairs. She, like, is so dramatic about it. She shrugs forward. She shrugs forward, and then she nods while also saying, okay. <laughs> it's just, like, she went for it. She went for it. Uh, <laughs> but the little girl. Wow. The little girl's not Tavian's. <coughs> no. Um, She's not. When they go back to, uh, and the argument that Bridget had with Tavian was because she asked if her daughter could go with Isaiah on their, like, fun-filled weekend. And Tavian's like, no, she's, she's not, not mine. mine. So. And she needs to understand that I'm his dad and not hers. Yeah. And that upsets her a little yeah. bit. So she takes the little girl to basically a Build-A-Bear. I yeah. don't remember what they called it. I don't know. But she builds a bear. Yes. Um, and that's that. And so then they go back and they're processing the clothes that Isaiah was found in. And they find a bunch of dog hair. Mm-hmm. And that somehow leads them... Many different breeds. They said that yeah. multiple times. <laughs> it's so important. Um, that somehow leads them to a kennel. I must have read a text message to them. Yeah, same. <laughs> I don't remember how they got there. But I did want to talk a little bit about the drug that mm, they found. Yes. <laughs> I wrote ACE. ACEPROMAZINE. So ACEPROMAZINE in dogs... It kind of functions like the stupefy curse in Harry Potter mm-hmm. in that it it freezes the body or not stupefy but not stupefy um petrificus totalis. totalis yes yes so it kind of freezes the body or it slows the body's reactions but the brain is still intact mm-hmm. so for some dogs it can really make it can really make things worse cuz it doesn't take away the reason why they're nervous or mm-hmm. they're afraid it's used as a a tranquilizer in that aspect but it can it really takes them down quick, and it doesn't take a lot mm-hmm. of the drug to make that impact. So I have no idea how it works in people, but that's what yeah. it's for in dogs. Right. Um, and I just wanted to know as well that even though they didn't show, but like one kennel run filled mm-hmm. the stress that I felt by proxy mm. of having to fill those kennel yeah. runs for a production. Yeah. A night shoot. Yeah. Oof. There's a lot. For a production as large as CSI, oh gosh. <laughs> Sets are stressful, y'all. Um, <laughs> so, and I also wanted to say, who keeps their drugs outside? I and know, then, uh, outside in a little... shelf. <laughs> yeah, basically like a medicine cabinet, but outside. It was just weird. Yeah, it, it was, was weird. Like, thing. sure, a lot of, like, stables or kennels will have, like, a little mini fridge or something, but typically it's locked or it's in a locked room or like in a barn yeah but no this is like straight up outside yeah it Um, was odd and i was like why not just use benadryl 
Because, like, most kennels also yeah. have Benadryl on hand. I have some sitting on my kitchen table True. right now. And it serves a very similar purpose, and you know how it works in kids. Like, True. That's True. science. Um, and I also wanted to note that that grid work, though. I know. That was a lot. I very just, detailed. Why my were question they, is... Why were they... They seem to be looking over the same squares, too. Yeah, they were. Um, I guess that was probably just retakes of the same like yeah. motion anyway my question is mm-hmm. when you're doing that mm-hmm. aren't you trotting over the whole place anyway setting up the tape to grid off? I think it depends you know what I mean yeah like, I know what you're saying I think it depends I think I, I have no answer okay I have I, no you answer. know that was just all I could think of is like yeah they just the people that set up the tape had to walk the same path that you're walking right now very carefully. I guess it, I understand the need to, like, not retrace your steps too many times, but right. it's just, I don't know. It wasn't that large of an area. No, but they found some fluff. They did find some fluff and fibers. Like, teddy bear fluff. Mm-hmm. Um, so they find out that the mom... Uh, what was his name? I forgot his name. What the kid? The not Isaiah. The oh. other one. Oh, um, I wrote it down. Hang on, hang on. Uh, Tremel. Tremel's mom. Uh, took Isaiah or hired. She took Isaiah. Basically, she kidnapped Isaiah in order to get, or had Isaiah kidnapped in order to get funds for, you know, kind of repayment. Mm-hmm. What she thought felt she was owed because she was. She was getting $3,000 a month for her son from Tavian. And I'm like, I'm no expert. That feels like, feels like not a terrible no. deal. But I guess because he was so rich and his other kids were getting so much more yeah. in their everyday life that she felt that that was unfair to her yeah. kids. I don't so know. So she just up and left with her, with her shrugging kid, yeah. her shrugging daughter, and just let, just, just took t- uh, Tramel left him in the house by himself yeah and they took him to go to his dad which i'm like <sighs> oh we forgot to mention that the kennel hand was oh yeah found he, he yeah she done she she killed him she killed him because he, he killed, killed isaiah, isaiah so therefore giving him too much ace so she couldn't get any money and also like right. don't kill a kid um because he wasn't supposed to die okay so isaiah's mom i just want to commend her i guess because I don't know how I would feel about the child of the woman responsible for my son's death mm. just showing up to be raised by me yeah, uh, and his I mean, father. But she, I mean, I know you can't blame him. He had nothing to do with it. Right. But at the same time, your son just it's a died. Reminder every yeah. day. And yeah. they're around the same age. And she yeah. just opens her arms and takes him in. Yeah, it was very sweet. It's a good moment. Yeah, so that's the end of that episode. Did you have any other notes about that? Mm, no. All right. She killed Kennel Guy. Tramel yep. goes to Tavian. That's all I got. Yeah, you have a bunch of question marks there. That was the end. That was to de- designate the end of the uh, the stake in the head guy. Oh, okay. Because I didn't know how it ended. Okay, got it. That's what that was. So on to Crash and Burn. Crash and Burn. Kind of aptly titled. Uh, let's start with car in the bar. All right, car in a bar. Yes, crazy crash sequence. I did really love the crash sequence. Like that was really good yeah. filming. Let me tell you, 
the we'll get to it okay yes so first note that i have for the cafe is we see hank in there we do and then there's a car crash yep and then sarah Catherine, and grissom respond at first um and sarah's kind of surprised to see hank working on people didn't know he was there and he has a broken wrist he does um and it's like a very intense wrap job that they do mm-hmm. on that wrist i'm like he's going to the hospital yeah. but okay like he had like you like know those things, you know those things that like a hot dog come like oh yeah it looked like a it looked like a hot dog <laughs> guy and then it got saran wrapped up yeah um anyway so, i also so, made note that he was clearly being standoffish with yes, sarah yes and then sarah walks back over to Catherine, and she's like i'm sorry i got wrapped up in and Catherine goes hank, hank. and she's like yeah um and then she goes to talk to grissom <laughs> she goes where are you going and he yes. goes I got gas. And she goes, yes. oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 there's a gas leak. I got to go deal with that. Yeah, so he leaves, and Warwick joins their, their team. Uh, so Catherine, Warwick, and Sarah are working this one. Um, so Sarah goes to the hospital to check on the driver because she was still alive mm-hmm. at the scene. And it's an older lady. Diane. And they're trying name. Okay. And they're trying to figure out maybe if something caused her to just suddenly accelerate into this building um her grandson is there his name is Corey. yes and sarah sees uh hank with a woman who was at the scene mm-hmm. and she, she tells he's she says so oh she's like i'm glad you're okay and hank is like thanks yeah <laughs> and just walks away Wait. like she offers him a ride yeah she does all the things and he's like mm, i have I a drove. ride i drove so Warwick had been the reason why he didn't respond immediately is because he'd been talking about with internal affairs, and I'm assuming that this is still about uh, the whole breach of security with the the one guy that got beat up. Mm, they don't maybe. really they don't really specify what it's about, but that's the only thing I could think of. I don't know. Um, and then they find out that there was a red light camera, or in Warwick's, uh, the way he says it. There is a red light camera, so <laughs> not important, but I noticed it. Wrong fastest on the wrong syllable. Yes, yes, yes. So then he's like, "I'm gonna go get that footage." I love the ghost reenactments in this episode. Mm. Um, the driver ended up dying. She did. So that's sad. Mm-hmm. And we're back in the uh, lab, and Greg, <laughs> Greg comes up to Sarah. She's looking down the scope or something. She's like, you're crowding me, Greg. Um, and they find out that the grandma, Diane, had... Marijuana Yeah, in she system. had THC in her system. And so Sarah goes, grandma was high? Yes. Grandma was high? She can't believe it. Yes. But it was... She had glaucoma. She had glaucoma. And there wasn't enough in her system to impair her in any way. Did you notice how very emphatic doc was yes. about how her age wasn't a factor yeah. yes i did and also that other treatments are definitely better than <laughs> marijuana for it glaucoma is, it is cbs yeah it was just funny yes um so Catherine is working on the seating chart because so trying to figure out maybe if there was someone she was specifically trying to hit and she discovers that hank was there with friend elaine mm-hmm. Um, and a lot work for the same healthcare insurance company. So 
Sarah is given the task of checking the car for reasons why it would accelerate on its own, maybe. But the car was fine. The car was fine. This, I just want to say, you texted me during this moment, and mm. I was kind of, I was like, sorry. Mm. But the rain, the sun rain, like, they're trying to figure out the sun was oh. a factor. That's one of my favorite, like, sequences. Really? I don't know why. There's just something about it. It's very pretty well, to me. Well, I wrote... <laughs> About that scene. Oh, my God. Sarah and Warwick stand awkwardly on the corner I mean, doing yes. sun geometry. Yes. I don't know. It is, it is an awkward thing, but it's still, like, I don't know. I just like it. Okay. Okay. Um, so, the, it, the sun wasn't a factor. Right. But the driver did speed up. Mm-hmm. And we know that her brakes worked, so that was intentional. So, Sarah, upon Catherine's, like, insistence, Sarah goes to visit Elaine for case reasons because she worked for the insurance company and while there she sees a picture of hank and elaine at the beach and elaine is like oh yeah it's my boyfriend he took me to hawaii last year and this year we're dating for a long time yeah this year we're going to tahiti and uh so she's like i have to go "Mm, i gotta go (laughs) yeah uh, here's my card. If yeah. you have any more information for and me, thank you. They find out that, that the grandma called the insurance place a lot. A lot, a lot. A lot, a lot. Um, and they, in figuring that out, they also find out that the address for the insurance company is identical to that of the cafe, just the other end of the street. Yep, one is north, one is south. Yes. And they may note at the very beginning of the episode when they peeked in the car, they're like, oh, an old Jaguar and yeah. a new GPS. Yeah. Hmm. Remember the times that the old GPSs were just a pain? Yes. They were just, like, the new, the current ones we have are still kind of a pain sometimes, but not nearly nothing, the way they used to be. There was nothing like, I mean, I just can't even, the best GPS story I have is <laughs> we were in, we were driving from, so we live in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. We had driven from Tennessee, my mom, my sister, and I, to Prince Edward Island in Canada. And we had an old Garmin. We called her Carmen. Very original. So Carmen <laughs> told us to go in the dark. Mm-hmm. This one this one road to our hotel on Prince Edward Island. Oh, no. But what Carmen didn't mention to us is that we this road was actually um, just like someone's cornfield. Oh, no. <laughs> we were in the big Econoline van. Oh, no. <laughs> at night. It was oh, a gosh. time. We made it. The tank? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it, we made it, but it was wow. very stressful. My what mom was in the back complaining the whole time because she was like, <laughs> I don't think we're supposed to be here. And my sister and I were like, we got to just trust the GPS because I mean, we, had <laughs> nothing, we had nothing else. So wow. what else are we going to do? Anyway, so yeah, they were like, that's odd. So they were like, well, maybe, maybe it was typed in wrong yeah. or something. Um, and they, they find also, the grandson's fingerprints all over it. Yes. And all over the GPS. So they're like, did he intentionally? Right. And they found do out this? that grandma had colon cancer. Mm-hmm. And the insurance company didn't want to pay for more treatment. She was kind of in limbo. Yep. And from my limited knowledge of colon cancer, admittedly, it is not comfortable at all. No. I mean, it is really painful. It's, my understanding, like, one of the mo- more painful types of cancer mm-hmm. to have. So, like, to be in limbo. That's what my friend had. Right. Yeah. Right. So, that would be awful. Plus mm-hmm. having glaucoma. Like, there's just... Mm-hmm. Ugh. So, her, his, she had asked her grandson to type in an address for her. Um, but he says he had no knowledge. No. Of anything. 
And he was just trying to teach her how yeah. to use the GPS because it's new technology and she's yeah. old and, yeah. you know. So he, she also made him promise that if he ever had the money, he would go back to college and get a degree. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, of course, of course. Um, so it turns out she committed suicide so that she, he could get the money from her insurance policy. But of course. But that's not how insurance works. She can't have it. Um, he can't have it. He can't have it, yes. Yeah. Because policies are nullified due to suicide. Um, so the end of the episode, the end of this story actually is uh, Sarah runs into Hank in the hall or something. Mm-hmm. And she's, he's just kind of like. Catherine goes, I'm going to give you guys a minute. I'll yeah, be out in the car. Yeah. He's like, so I heard you met Elaine. And I'm like, <laughs> he's just such a, I don't know. I know. I hate him. And she goes, I, don't worry, I didn't say anything yeah. about us, you know. Um, and basically she's like, see you later. Yes. See you around. And I wrote, Catherine being a good friend. She mm-hmm. was like, do you want to go get drinks or something? And, and Sarah just says, drive. drive. <laughs> yeah, so that's the end of that storyline. Then over on the gas <laughs> plot Oh, yeah, we're still in this episode. We are. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, we have Nick and Grissom working at a, dead, a DB in, in a home, and she's very pink. Very and, pink. and breathing very heavily. <laughs> For a dead body? Yeah, it was yeah. a lot. Um, dead bodies turn pink when there's carbon monoxide mm-hmm. overload. So Yep. Little shrimpies. Um, <laughs> Could be a flamingo. Sure. So... Well, flamingos turn pink because of shrimp, so kind of same difference. That's true. <laughs> All right. Same difference. So we find out, though, that the husband called in. He woke up in the middle of the night because he was cold. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> called it in because he wasn't feeling good. And um, so he lived, and then the son wasn't bothered at all. No. Um, and I just didn't know. if Do you know what AMA means in this context? No. So they said that the son is 18, and he... Oh, yeah. Uh, mm, I can't remember what it means, but I remember uh, them saying yeah. that now. So it means against medical advice. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Because he decides not to go to the hospital. Yes. Um, he's a bit of a creep. They also made note that even though it was a call for gas, uh, there was no smell of that right. in the house. Nothing Sulfur. like that. yeah. So they um, are looking around and with their... They call it something hawk. I don't know. Nose hawk, something hawk. It's it's a machine that detects carbon monoxide. And Nick is using it, and he's, like, doing it all around the bedroom. And then there's a high reading at the fireplace, which is weird because it's a gas fireplace, and mm-hmm. it's supposed to burn clean. And they find uh, carbon pellets in the fireplace along with a broken damper. Um, so back in that's the, what it was called. I can't remember what it was called, so I wrote flu. Yeah, but flu is the thing that's the up only high. reason I know it's called a damper is because they mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the next note I have is about the granddaddies of DNA. There's <laughs> <laughs> um, a note. It's something that yeah. Greg said. Yeah. But I don't remember exactly. I don't remember exactly why. the context either. Oh, because I don't know. They find out that both parents were smokers, but mom had sleeping pills in her system Mm -hmm. but this prescription was in the dad's name yes that's a little whatever i also made note of hodges being really weird with nick is that just like a thing hodges is always weird okay hodges is just weird all right got it yeah good to know (laughs) 
<laughs> so we have Hodges in this show. We do. And then in Bones, there's a Hodgins. Oh. And then in Criminal Minds, there's, it's different, but it's Hutchner. Okay. <laughs> we, just, we just love our ha. Cool. People. <laughs> Good story. Good story. Exactly the same. Um... Okay, yeah. so sleeping pills are system. Um, then we learn, essentially, that after some coaxing, that the husband has actually been drugging the wife so that he can sleep. Because yes. Because she just wants to talk. Yes. And, all night long. And, and the first time it happened was an accident. Yeah, because he crushed it up in his ice cream yeah. to help him sleep, but she ate the ice cream. He's like, the best night's sleep I've had in forever. <laughs> um, and they also learned that the dad recently quit smoking. Yes. So... Grissom found some charcoal in the kid's fish tank. Mm-hmm. And then the kid, Peter, shows well, up. Well, basically, he pulls out the filter, and there's not a lot of charcoal yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, you need charcoal. Right. So Peter shows up, though, at the house. He does. And Grissom's like, you can't be here. It's a crime scene. And he goes, it's my home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. so scary. He is so creepy. He lists all these fish. Yeah. But none of them none are of in the, the tank. No, there were all goldfish in the tank. <laughs> That really bugged me. As someone who worked at Petco for a very long time, I know a lot about fish that I don't need to know. Yeah. Um, none of those fish were in that tank. So basically, we find out that Peter murdered his mom and tried to murder his dad. Mm-hmm. But he miscalculated because he didn't know his dad had quit smoking. Yep. And he did all this because he got into Princeton, but they weren't going to let him go. Mm-hmm. And he didn't qualify for, an, for financial aid on his own. Now, according to IMDb, in the goof section, oh, uh, this is not true. Oh. <laughs> Princeton apparently is notorious for its financial aid, and pretty much anyone can qualify for financial aid of some form. Interesting to go to Princeton. So, should have applied there. The more you know, <laughs> like it mentioned, even people. That, I think it said something about even if you make two hundred thousand dollars a year, you can get financial aid. Interesting. Um, So, yeah, that was the end of that episode. And this kid really thought himself really smart. He did. I mean, he was smart. He was very smart. But uh, Grissom notes that he... But to a fault. He forgot the human element. Yeah. He forgot to observe. Mm -hmm. And that's how he ended up... Yep. Messing up. Yep. Which... I liked this episode. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Very good shot sequences. I liked the pacing. It was good. I just... Sorry. (laughs) um yeah so the next episode was precious metal um which is another two two caser all of these were two casers they were Mm -hmm. um the i don't have a lot on the grissom case you know what i didn't write who this is the only one i didn't write who did which case so remind me which one the grissom case is that is the coins the coins. Okay. So, if we want to just get that one out of the way. Sure. So, it's the one where there was... A body in an alley? I don't know where he was found. Because initially... It's they... not Barrel Wax Man. No. No. It's... Yeah, that's, Keith Mercer. that's the robo guy. Yeah, okay. Keith Mercer. Yes. So, basically, they... Um, it's Warwick and Grissom, right? Mm-hmm. There's an 11-day-old um, case... Essentially, like, this body was found. He says 11 days, so they can't go back to the crime scene. They have to deal with what they have. Mm-hmm. Um, blunt force trauma. Body was in an alley. Yeah. Um, they find out his name is Keith. They speak to his wife. wife. Um, and she's like, well, he was supposed to go to Yosemite to climb El Cap. 
Um, and she seems really upset because she's contacted all of these people when he went missing and no one seemed to care until now, 11 right. days later. Um, they go to their house mm-hmm. and they find all of his gear. And a lot of blood. Yeah. All I, I wrote much blood on the floor. Yes. Now, I also wrote down, because Warwick was doing the thing with the with the cards, the mm, little yeah. standy-up card guys. The numbers, mm-hmm. markers. To take pictures. Yes. With the luminol still being all glowy. Mm-hmm. And I Googled. I was like, how long does luminol glow? Mm-hmm. 30 seconds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but he, when he set one down, it fell over. And I did also make note that when they changed camera angles to yeah. pan up, it was still tipped over, now, which I appreciated that kind of What I what I do, did not Google because I was we were watching it, so I couldn't pause it myself. Uh, <laughs> what, <laughs> what I did not Google was if you respray, mm. if it will glow again. Like I don't know if that's a one time uh, reaction or if it's a good question. I don't if know. Not if you know, let us know. <laughs> so anyway, they noticed that a coin collection is missing. Well, they're not sure it's a coin collection. It's yeah. just an empty uh, okay, box, fine. right? They found blood on this box, and it is empty. So, like, hmm. Well, they asked the wife there. soon after that True. what was in it, and True. it was a coin collection. And they also found blood on a statue, which seemed to match the blunt force trauma on his head. So they're like, yes. oh, we have the murder weapon. And the wife thought that it was, like, she didn't know it was connected because right. apparently it was, like, a game that they played. They would hide that Which, statue in random places. This is thing that I found that a lot of people, a lot of families do. Mm-hmm. They, like, have an item that they, like, move around. Mm-hmm. I, it never once occurred to me. No. But I it sounds, either. like, fun. It does sound like fun. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, um, somebody tried to use his credit card. Yeah. So, they get the information, and it's some rando thief man he says he found yeah the card and uh it was just a petty thief not involved yeah not involved his name is willie doesn't matter yeah <laughs> um and then we find out that greg knows a lot about coins yeah, he does he's a man of many hobbies uh grissom lists a bunch of them uh-huh. and he's like weird huh and grissom says i raise cockroaches so yes it's fun. And then we get to see Greg go into the field. Yeah, he does. He goes undercover, basically, to go sell a coin to a guy. And let me tell you, the first time I saw this, mm-hmm. because, of course, you don't know the situation, mm-hmm. I for real thought that he was trading that very special penny oh. for a dime so that he could help with the case. And, oh. like, my heart. <laughs> I was like, Greg, trading. Not your own special coin. Yes, but it was a sting all along. It was. Um, and they figure out that the coin dealer mm-hmm. talked to Keith Mercer about its coin collection. And Keith was like, oh, you know, it's not a good weekend for us. We're both going to be out of town. And then the coin collector rolls up Goes with the intention of stealing, stealing. And Keith is still there. So he just straight up kills him for his coins. Yep. I mean, apparently they're like $50,000 worth of coins, but yeah, still. Yeah. Uh, and then in the course of all this investigation, we find out that Greg potentially wants to work in the field he and, does and not in the lab he feels like the world outside is very big and when he's in the lab his world keeps getting smaller and he so doesn't sad. like it but maybe some fun things to come with that i'm excited i like greg yes uh so the other case was uh the body in a can but it was discovered by 
two girls on four wheelers. Which gave me serious motocross That's vibes. what I was literally, I, I wrote, wrote down. <laughs> motocross, right there. I didn't write motocross because I couldn't remember the name of it in the moment, stupidly. Oh. But I was like, reminds me of that one Disney Channel original. Yes, <laughs> they pull out the helmets and the long blonde hair. Yes. I'm like, oh, it's motocross. Which I didn't Except check. Except they're on four wheelers. It's yeah, fine. I didn't check the, I don't know when motocross came out. Mm, it was definitely 90s, but I don't okay. remember. I didn't know if it was late 90s or, or like 2001. Eh, yeah, I guess it, it like could cuspy. be 2000, 2001. Anyway, definitely before this. Um, yes. So we find a body in a can, and it is a soap mummy. It's a soap mummy. I say wax man in a barrel. And then Grissom says, signed, sealed, and delivered. Because <laughs> that's evidence. When they're dumping out this corpse... The goo that comes out. Oh, ugh. so sticky looking and slimy. Viscous. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you on that word. That's what it looked like. Um, and then they say the word adipocere a uh-huh. lot. Yeah. Um, and Doc rattles off a bunch of statistics and he's like, USA is apparently the number one place for soap people. Soap mummies, yeah. Soap mummies, adipocere. USA, we're number one. <laughs> yeah, and he holds up the hand, and yeah. it's just one finger. Um, so Catherine is the main, the lead on this case. Uh, and the body was chopped up cleanly. Mm-hmm. like the, And the doc is like, have you ever chopped up wood, <laughs> Catherine? And Catherine's like, no, but I've seen it done. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you should try it. <laughs> and then she, he asks her a question. I don't remember exactly. So she's like... They were trying to find DNA, and he says he's going to go for the marrow, and so he takes his little worry guy, like, not worry, like, worrying. Oh, okay. Worrying Worrying. Worrying guy. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, and he's like, breast or thigh? And she says, it's your kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So gross. So we, Nick and Sarah join the case, and Nick is trying to set Sarah up with one of his friends. Yeah. And she's just like, no. No. Um. Nick is doing a lot of metalwork science. Okay. Bothered me, though, because he starts this whole process with a mask on. Yeah. And then he cuts things up where there's clearly, like, particles and dust flying everywhere, and his mask is off. And I'm like, you have this backwards, my friend. Yeah. Mask should have been off at the beginning if you are going to have it off at all. Put it on when that stuff's flying around in the air. All of this metal science leads to a recovered serial number on the drum that the body was dumped in mm-hmm. and that leads them to the victim somehow uh, well that no that, that doesn't lead to the, the dna leads them to the victim yes okay i have his name next and that's why i was like gotcha they also found a ring um that yes. fell out of the barrel which yes. had uh, greek letters on it right but the victim's name is christian cutler mm-hmm. he was in the army he was, which is where the Greek letters come from. It's, like, basically yes. an army fraternity type situation. Um, He's a tank driver. And Catherine calls him a hardcore mechie. <laughs> and that is a term. <laughs> a mechie. I've never heard in my life. No. Um, and then they decide, they the, the barrel. barrel leads them to a warehouse. And, where um, they're having a robot rumble. Yes. But I the, love it. But the bouncer out front was like, it's going to cost to get in. And Brass says, I got a coupon. Yeah. <laughs> What's to his bad? His little one-liners. Yes. Like, password warrant? <laughs> I got a secret coupon. Uh, I wrote Robot Wars. Um, this was, like, during the height of that show on oh, Discovery yeah, Channel. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. 
Um, so the where this is a warehouse, and they're having a robot war. And they talk to the warehouse owner. She seems a little sus, just because she's mm-hmm. like her name's Ginger. So, sure. and she says that Chris was pretty cocky. Mm-hmm. He was good, but he was cocky. Yep. Then they do some deconstruction of the bots mm-hmm. because they're like these definitely look like they could have done the damage on the body. Right. Um, and they do some testing with, with the pig, mm. which noticed only Nick was involved in that. Yeah. <laughs> no more pigs for Sarah. Um, and they find out that the parts, like, a lot of the parts have blood on them, his blood, but it didn't make sense for them. They were on different bots. They were on different bots. So they find out that they were, like, swapped. Like, parts get swapped and stuff. Yes. When things don't work or when a bot is destroyed. Right. Someone gets the parts and then they get traded for other... Robots. Right. So that leads them to Chris's partner mm-hmm. who sold bot parts. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a dad and his wife seems like kind of resentful of all of his hobbies. I don't yeah. know. She basically throws the kid at him and some stuff. And <laughs> she goes, she wants her dad. <laughs> like, yeah. does she? She's an infant. Um, <laughs> but they find out that he leases space at this one place where everyone else leaves a space mm-hmm. for to work on his robot. So they go there. And they find... Where do they find the fingernail? There. There? Okay. Mm-hmm. They find a fingernail from the warehouse owner. Ginger. Sure. And it has skin in it from Chris. Mm-hmm. And she says that he got handsy and she, like, slapped him. Yeah. And that's what happened. Um, and they also find out the ring that they found in the bin, the barrel, belonged to... The partner. Yes. And he basically breaks down. He says it was an accident. Mm-hmm. The robot went crazy. I just put the body in the barrel because I didn't want to go to prison. And he starts crying. And they kind of, like, make a moment out of that. Um, and then they're like, it's weird that he said the robot didn't, wasn't listening because it's a robot. Yeah. So they look at the robots again, and I'm like, how did you not notice this when you were... That the transmitter didn't match When you were the, doing yeah. the testing, but whatever. Yeah. Um, the transmitter and the remote did not match the receiver in the bot. They right. were They were two different numbers. So they had to find where the matching one was. Yes. So the owner of the Hammer of God <laughs> turns out to be the perpetrator because his robot got busted to smithereens by Chris's robot. Mm-hmm. So he decided to switch the remote and then hide in the corner and murder him. Yep. And then he came down when the partner was like, oh my gosh, what happened? And he's like, you're going to go to jail. Right. But, but if we hide the body, right, you can't be culpable. So, And he did it because <laughs> Catherine was like, I know what it feels like to create something or whatever. And the guy's like, I bet you're a parent. Just because you squeeze, squeeze something, something out be- from between, between your, your legs. legs, any animal can do that. I turned a thought into a thing. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, so very was, cocky guy. That was the end of that one. Yep. Um. So. So the last episode was a night at the movies, mm-hmm. which again I will admit to thinking this was a different episode. <laughs> I still like this one. It's interesting, yeah. but it's not the one that I was. That's so funny. That happens a lot. And I think it happens so much because I binge this show so often. That makes sense. So they all kind of run together. That makes sense. But this episode, 
I made a pun for this one, and I really liked oh, it. Oh, would you like to so, share? So, this one I wrote, old movie, body, bluttered popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do we want to do the movie theater one first? Yeah. Okay. Um, so this opens with an old movie playing, and there's a cell phone ringing, but it belongs to a dead man. So then Brass goes noir when he's, like, yeah, describing yeah, yeah. the scene. Um, and then Doc shows up instead of David yeah. in the field, which I think is funny. And him and Grissom have, like, a movie off while they're discussing the body. And I notice blood in the popcorn, which always, anytime popcorn comes up, I always think of that one Again, you're not going to remember. That one X-Files episode <laughs> where it's the... I think it's the episode called Thief, spelled incorrectly. And it's the father, and he's, like, super, super, like, hick, sheltered man. And he's hmm. like, I want some popping corn. And he, like, does a microwave. Wait, I do remember that. Yeah, there's, like, dirt in the bed and stuff. Yeah. I do remember that because I thought it was weird that he called it popping corn. Uh-huh. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, um, I say that so, every time I microwave popcorn. <laughs> so the victim of this crime is Gus Sugarman, who is a dentist, which I think is fantastic. <laughs> yes, and there are several reports, or there's a report of a tall redhead that was in the movie and then left the movie, which is weird. So this so is go a talk on the phone. This is a Grissom and Catherine scene. Mm-hmm. Um, they find a very dirty screwdriver. They do. Because Catherine drops her flashlight and it just magically rolls mm-hmm. the exact same place. Which I guess, though, they are similarly shaped, so they would roll. That makes sense. Okay. Whatever. Sure. Your brain put that together yep. and it works for me. It did. And then back in the lab, Jackie and Greg have a race to see who can get the evidence off that screwdriver mm. first. Either fingerprints or DNA slash whatever else is on that uh screwdriver Mm -hmm. so a number called the cell phone three times during the movie and they find out that the person that called him was a dental patient that has red hair her name is audrey is it yes it is i think i wrote i think i just called her redhead the whole time i wrote it down i don't know why um and they go to her house and she gets a phone call while Catherine and grissom are in there and she turns the volume down, which is an okay, odd choice. My question, though, if I'm at a crime, if I'm at a crime scene, or no, if I'm at a suspect's house, mm-hmm. and they have an old style answering machine and their phone is ringing, I'm not going to say a word. No, I'm going to let that keep ringing. But Catherine's like still screening, still screening calls. I'm like, why would you make a deal of it? Now she's going to go turn it off. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you? You're not going to ever know what that was about now. Yep. Good job. So we don't. We don't know what that was about. No. <laughs> um. So. They find out that uh, she goes to the theater a lot because she has, like, a thingy on her a, a flyer on her refrigerator. And Grissom makes note of that. Mm-hmm. And she's uncomfortable that he makes note of it. Um, back at the lab, we've, Greg won the bet. Jackie is wearing his magic hat. Mm, yes. Uh, there were, she's very upset about it. Yes, because not only did she lose... But the fingerprints on the screwdriver were not viable because they were from leather gloves. Mm-hmm. So they go, they go back to the theater, and they, in the process, they find out that Audrey had accused the victim, the dentist, of assault. Right. And he basically countersued her. And so she had to drop out because she couldn't afford 
that. Um, so that was their connection. And they talked to the... The cleaning crew? Well, no. First they oh. talked to... They talked to the, like... Concession guy. Concession guy. And he says, I don't know why she was wearing gloves, the lady that he saw. He also saw a red-headed woman mm-hmm. make a phone call. And... It's like, it's like 70 degrees And I'm like, here. it's 72 degrees in my house right now, and I have a hoodie on. I'm covered in a jacket as well. Yeah. Like, don't make fun of people because they're cold. Um... <laughs> And then they go in, and they're... Because he's like, oh, yeah, she threw something away in the trash. And they go into the theater while it's being cleaned. Mm-hmm. And they find they find a lady who's wearing these gloves. If you just found some really nice leather gloves, would you immediately start wearing them while <laughs> you were no. cleaning? <laughs> no, I would not. Especially I, nice leather gloves yeah, when I'm just cleaning I, was, I had so many no. questions about that. And then I was like... Grissom always seems to have a lot of cash. Yes. Just, here, let me pay you for this. And, uh, I mean, it's just a very, like, old man thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> to have a, a stack lot of, of cash. cash. Like, just a bunch of 20s. <laughs> so he pays for the gloves so they can have them. Um, they go back to Audrey's house to question her about these things, and her phone is off the hook. And I, they walk in, and she done dead. Mm-hmm. She's hanging from the banister. Yes. Which the trust the trust in those extension cords and the banister well yeah also that yeah also that that's just a lot i just would not i couldn't I, there's a lot i just couldn't <laughs> and did you notice that once again gruesome did not wait to take a photograph of the necklace before he picks it up N- yeah because the necklace there was he does a necklace that a lot. i know there was a necklace pulled off of the the, the original victim and they like or evidence of a necklace being pulled mm-hmm. off. And now at the feet of Audrey there is a necklace. And they're right. like, Oh, this seems to be connected. You think? So while Grissom is like processing downstairs, Catherine goes upstairs. He is full on yelling. <laughs> and she is whispering. I know. And I'm like, Can he hear her? <laughs> right. For many reasons. Yeah. She doesn't seem I don't know, maybe she's just processing out loud. Maybe. But I just wanted to say that. And then he decides to... Uh, scope around a little bit. Scope around. He notices that the flyer is gone from her fridge. That pink one that yes. he made note of before. So they're looking around, and for some reason he suspects the toilet. Well, because there's water on the floor, oh. so he lifts the seat, and it's overflowing. Cause they oh, tried it didn't to look like it. it was overflowing to it me. It just did. looked like it was it full. It was very full. Okay. So to he the just, top. He just plunges away, and the first plunge gets that paper out. Mm-hmm. Um, he sticks his hand down in there. Yeah. It was glove, Definitely gets but water further in than there. his glove. Yeah. Definitely gets water in there. And they find out that on the paper, there was something written above Strangers on a Train, mm-hmm. which is a movie about uh, murder. <laughs> There's a lot of dog hair on my sock. Oh, yeah. That is a lot of dog <laughs> hair on your sock. Ooh. Anyway. <laughs> I would apologize, but... Mm-hmm. Ooh, that did not help. Anyway. Okay, so... They, they, it, it also had a specific parking space written on it. Which is a long number for a parking space, I just want to note. Sure. Like, it was, like, a letter, a number, and then, like, four other numbers. Like, come on. Well, that took them to, like, some sort of club at the yeah. sphere. And I just wrote, once again, Grissom is unattended in a locker room. Because <laughs> he just walks yeah, in. he just walks right in. And he finds a lady named Kelly who has a red wig. And also and a, another a movie schedule. Movie schedule, pink flyer. And uh, 
And he, he also makes note that she has a business card in her locker that he's snooping in. Yes. Of a lawyer. Yes. And he, there's just a lot of random banter that I didn't yeah, write down. He makes note of creams. Use a lot of creams, mm-hmm. huh? As she's got her leg hoisted straight up in the air like by cat. her face. Yeah. <laughs> rubbing some kind of cream on her knees. Yeah. Uh, so that prompts him to start making his own creams. Yeah. Because he's trying to get evidence on the objects that she potentially touched. So we find out that Kelly had uh, an assault charge against her boss at the club and had hired the lawyer, the same lawyer that Audrey did. Mm -hmm. And they both had gone to the same movies and stuff. So basically, they decided to stranger on the train it. And Kelly killed Audrey's uh, person, but... Audrey didn't think she'd actually do it Mm -hmm. and then didn't want to kill Kelly's person, so Kelly killed Audrey. Right. So uh, that scene ends with Grissom going to the movies. With Catherine. And Catherine is like, "Uh, what did I miss or whatever? And Grissom's like, I don't really like noir. And Catherine's like, what do you like? He goes, silent movies. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. Yes. Uh, But we we have another crime. Yes, we do. So, let's this, jump in on that one. This is Sarah Nick and Work, and it is a shootout situation in a barn. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I wrote warehouse, but I think it is more of a barn. It's like a pole barn. Yeah. Um, so, it's like, uh, the victim is a 15-year-old boy. Named Timmy. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, I don't know, I should have Googled this, but I didn't. Nick goes, oh, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. So they're like each taking a they're this this where this space is covered in bullet holes. And so they are each like, What are you gonna take? Sarah goes to the roof or outside, uh work is doing like bullet casings on the floor or something, mm-hmm. and Nick says, I'm Dennis Rodman. Rodman. I didn't oh, get it until Rodman. just now. So he puts the, the little rods. trajectory rods in all the bullet holes. <laughs> anyway, that there, makes sense now. There are a lot of times I wrote music and processing in this in this crime because mm, it happens a lot, lot of music, a lot of music and processing. processing. I just wrote that it was a super cool set because the light was streaming yes. through all of the bullet holes and it was very pretty. Yes. Um Sarah finds a bamboo stick. Yes. That she seems to be very intrigued with uh cuz it seems just out of place compared yes. to everything else. Um the kid was very beat up. Yeah. And also, he was cold. More <laughs> chill bumps? He had a lot of goosebumps as well. Um, and because of the uh, footprints and stuff, they figure out that there are five suspects. Or four five. suspects. Yeah, well, there are five people total yes. in there. One yes. of them was dead. So Sarah's processing the pole. And they're like, did you find anything? And she's like, no, but I might be getting black lung from all this powder. <laughs> all the fingerprint powder. My question, though, is everyone touched that pole. Because they all they all took it. I have many questions about the pole. Me we'll too. We'll get there. Me too. But that my first question yeah. is regarding that is yeah. she should have gotten prints off that pole. She also should have gotten GSR. But yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Well, there, there wasn't an AGSR in this episode, so that's why there wasn't an AGSR. Okay. Um, so they're doing they're doing I, the oh, beer oh, bottles. Oh, hold on! <laughs> Took my brain a second to catch up to that one. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay. They're 
they did the they found beer bottles in the barn place right and they tested them and they find out that one of the people there was the victim's brother mm-hmm. um and so they bring him in for questioning along with his mother and they find out she's a single mom she works nights and i always feel so bad for single parents in these episodes I know. because like i mean sometimes they're not like sometimes they're the person that does it but in yeah. in these cases when they're not i mean she literally has nothing yeah and she's like, like at some point you just have to trust your kids right to do the right things they're grown up or you know grown up enough and right you got to do what you got to do right um bro- the brother claims he bought the beer for for the younger boy but didn't you know wasn't there he wasn't there when it happened right That's what he says so because Sarah didn't find any GSR on the thing on the pole or any fingerprints, she decides to take it to Trace. Mm-hmm. And there, Hodges finds spiral gouges. gouges. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, that's weird. And he's also processing glass that was found at the scene, yes. which turns out to be from a camera lens. Yes. They bring in the family's van, mm-hmm. and the, the tire marks on from the scene match the tire pattern on the van. Right. Um, and then they find out that the older brother has a bullet burn. It's a grazing. Graze, graze I, burn. I, I couldn't think of. And what they called. also have him remove his shirt, and he is covered in the same bruises. Yeah, as which Timmy. I just want to note that, like, now knowing true crime stories the way that I know them, like the level of inappropriate style questioning in these mm. shows, like. Basically, he's like, you need a warrant to take my shirt. And O'Reilly's like, well, if we get a warrant, you're going to have to take off all your clothes and bend over. Mm-hmm. And this boy's like, uh, no. <laughs> like, of course you would say no if you're an 18-year-old boy. Right. Like, that's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not, maybe not illegal, but it's inappropriate. Right. Um, anyway, so Sarah's doing some programming to figure out the trajectory of the bullets from all the rods. Mm -hmm. And it turns out they all come from a single line in the middle of the warehouse bamboo pole. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, They also find footage from the convenience store where the brother bought the beer and he was with his brother and And his friends. And they definitely, you know, they all... They were all there. They were all there. Engaging and stealing so they bring in all these other kids and they all have the same bruises yeah and there's film and basically this is a jackass wannabe storyline so they're like filming stunts and um you know trying to come up with an even bigger and greater Mm -hmm. stunt than the last guy and so the oldest brother's stunt was uh street surfing Mm -hmm. where they ride on the windshield and the hood of the car on a road and then fall off. Go as fast as possible and fall and off. And then one of the other boys, it was like golf ball. Yeah. Hitting golf they, balls at each other. Which is where all the little bruises. Yes. Like the contusion bruises came from. And Timmy's idea was bamboo Russian roulette. So they went into this building. They got an automatic gun and they dropped it. They each dropped it down the pole and it would spin around while it was shooting and like basically hopefully you didn't get hit by a bullet and the older brother did get hit that's how he got Mm grazed and they almost quit then but they decided to do it one more time it was the older brother's turn like that kind of guilt and timmy got shot yep um and it was his idea yeah dumb kid my so some poll questions (laughs) so many questions (laughs) 
First of all, how is there not trace from that gun? Yes. Like, just, like, scratches and stuff. Like, right. I, mean, I know they saw the gauges, but, the gouges, but, like, the... Like, no metal scraping. No metal scraping. No paint scraping. Nothing. Right, right, right. Nothing that would have come from the gun was on the pole. There was no Did they shot test residue. It? They tested no. for epithelials? Because they didn't mention that. But it's like, why wouldn't you probably. test the ends for they did, it? They went to trace, so probably. <sighs> no like, fingerprints when they all touched it because they were literally holding it with their hand right. and spinning the gun around. I just, it, <laughs> <sighs> yeah. none of it makes sense. No. None of it makes sense. Um, but anyway, the older brother is like, it was an accident. I checked on him. I mm-hmm. went I told him to keep on breathing, bro. Uh, and he's like, it's not like we had a death wish. Yeah. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah. You're literally shooting an automatic weapon in circles and hoping it doesn't hit you. Right. So, anyway. So, that's how that episode ends. It is. Um, any final thoughts, feelings about... I actually four? really liked this grouping of episodes. As distracted as I was today with mm-hmm. everything going on, I just... I still felt pretty engaged in the stories, and I liked the pacing of most mm-hmm. of them. Um, I don't know. It was a good stretch of episodes. I liked this group a lot better than the last group of episodes we watched. So, Yeah. Um, so the next four that we will cover... Will complete the season. It will. Last four of season three. Um, we have Last Laugh. We have Forever... <laughs> we have play with fire, Ooh. and we have inside the box. Okay, <laughs> is that one not good? The finale. I honestly, I'm trying to remember because here's the deal. Um, I don't remember what this is about, mm. but I am usually worried about any episode that has the word box in it <laughs> okay i get it um are you, are you figuring it out are you reading this i'm trying to read it's it but helping. i it's not clicking really it's oh the yeah finale. it's the finale i don't remember well i remember the important parts i just oh. couldn't remember it is the highest rated of the four okay um, but Play With Fire is a close second. It's like three, right. three points well, Those off. would be the two that are watching together. So yes. The lowest rated one is Forever. I mean, it's a stupid title, so. I don't remember what it's about to be. Like, I do remember. I, oh, yeah. It's just kind of sad. Mm. I mean, they all are, but it's, yeah. it's kind of sad. Uh, I'm excited because so close to season four. Super, super close. Might have to just pull out. Oh just i mean it starts out strong don't don't run down that rabbit hole just yet wait wait all right guys yes thank you for listening um (laughs) we what for whatever reason (laughs) that just always reminds me of like (laughs) delilah the the radio host yeah yeah thank you for listening um anyway yes thank you for listening (laughs) (laughs) and we will see we'll talk at you yep soon soon Bye. Bye.